Ugly shirt, by the way. Yeah, nice. Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. We're your host, Sean Rixby and Big Easy. I know it's early on a Saturday. This ain't my day. I mean, yeah, even though it's early, we're still always late. And we know whose fault that is. Um, Yeah, it's mine, whatever. (laughs) I say, hey, man, let's get up at 730 the day after St. Paddy's Day and do a podcast. (laughs) Because you know damn well Big Easy's going out on St. Paddy's Day. You know, I'm like a big leprechaun on that day. A giant leprechaun. <laughs> but anyways, you know, we're here. We're going to have a good time. We're uh, we're honored and grateful enough to have, you know, a head distiller. You know, like we have a big time distillery here. Old Trey Butler from uh, Dalton Distillery. And you guys are based out of uh, Dalton, Georgia, right? Right. Oh, man. Got one right. It's early and I'm already getting them right. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, man. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I just wanted to apologize in front of the world uh, about the rescheduling. That was my fault. I'm sure I'll go ahead and hear it from him, but it's you, all good. You didn't have to tell us. We already knew. We knew whose well, fault it was. Know. We talked about this. So I will say, uh, you know, this is right up. You know, we're nice and early for old Matt LaMasters. This is around lunchtime for him. He's been up eating pudding cups since 4 a.m. So <laughs> that's about time for Wapner and a, and a midday nap. So glad yeah, we Mash will be on, be on here soon. Yeah, so, you know, even though it's 8 o'clock in the morning, what you drinking on, Sean? Uh, Mountain Dew. Nothing nothing fun today. Not yet. Yet. Yeah, it's later. We got a we got a good trip planned later. We're all getting together, me and the Masters and Noble and Sean. We're heading out to Versailles Winery, and then we're going up to Flat Rock Distillery. And, and uh, Father John's. And then Father John's Distillery. So yeah. I'm, I'm already struggling. I'm going to have to puke and rally or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm going to get it. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a good one, though. And it's 35 degrees today, so it got nice and cold for us. But, uh, well, yeah, I know I got to do some breaks before we go, but anyway. But uh, You should have did them a month ago. You're probably right. So I'm guessing you'll be late later? No. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie. So anyway. Yeah, you're going to get in the heaven line to Jesus and Big Easy, Sean. Now, keep it real and just say, yeah, I'll be about an hour late. Yeah, I'll be right on time. I'll All be right. an hour on time. That's eight. An hour late, Sean's right on time. So, <laughs> You drinking anything special over there, Trey? You got a cup of coffee to get you going? or Me? No, I don't I don't drink anything usually but water or protein shakes. That's a okay. water guy, man. That's me after, after St. Patty's Day last night. It's just water this morning, especially if I'm going to make it later. <laughs> so so tell us go ahead easy no you're good i was probably about to ask the same question you was you know i was gonna say so so tell us a little bit about the where'd you start and, yeah and how you got started in this well um my great great grandfather that we know of was the one that started uh doing moonshine illegally uh up in bonor tennessee uh my <laughs> grandfather which is uh raymond butler um, my real name's actually Charles Butler, but I'm the third, so I go by Trey. Um, my grandfather would help his grandfather um, make moonshine illegally. They'd done that for years. Papa started whenever he was about four, and that was about the time he started me doing moonshine illegally whenever I was about four as well. Um, my, my great-grandfather, which was my Papa's dad, had polio, so he had a lot of trouble. So Papa had to work a lot for him making moonshine so that was a big deal for him. So Papa got a lot of experience in that. Papa was also the oldest out of all of his siblings too, and he was most interested in it. Hell yeah, that's cool. That's some deep heritage. Sick, great, great, great grandfather. And it's the first time we've had a triple great grandfather yep. heritage on here. Like that's awesome, man. You got that. That's deep heritage, is what that is. That's that's a start of the start of the United States heritage. You know, like real yep. nice. What kind of uh, still pots did they run? I mean, were they just normal, like uh, just copper pots? Were they submarine yep. pots? Or yeah, I've got the I've got the old steel at the distillery. My um, my great great grandfather's original steel. We've got it on display um, at the actual shop, just for people to come okay. in and see. We're Is not much. Of, that... Go ahead. We're not much of a touring distillery anymore. Now we're mainly a manufacturing distillery. Yep. We have. Um, like 2,000 cases coming in and going out a month now. Nice. Damn. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you, you're uh, staying pretty busy then. Yes, very busy. Man, you guys are getting 2,000 <laughs> cases out a month. There might be another company I should give you all a call. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, um, My bad, Sean. I can't My remember bad. what I was going to ask tonight. You got me sidetracked. I uh, did. I threw you a curveball, didn't I? Uh, uh, what 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 they like to run? Like, what you guys usually run? Was it just corn liquor? Um, usually corn liquor. Yeah, that was the main thing that um, we ran. Another thing, whenever um, during the Great Depression, my um, my great grandfather, we made it out of sunflower seeds because it was hard to get corn. Everything mm-hmm. was just hard to get back in the day. And now we're the only distillery in the world that has an official um, liquor made out of sunflower seeds. That was my question. You guys still make yeah. it out of sunflower yeah. seeds? Or, mm-hmm. and we, how, are, we make one out of sunflower seeds. How, does, how is that fermenting with the, the oils and the seeds and things like that? Is that, you know, we like. Do, we do have to put some corn in it, but it's, okay. it's about 70% sunflower seeds. We do about thirty percent corn. We grind all of it up. It's around the same process. Just um, takes a takes about another day or two as well. Do you get any oil during the fermentation that that's on top that you got to deal with, or is it just not not much, not not, much. not enough to worry about? Even though yeah. you were using the so, I was just intrigued yeah. about seeds. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. really, that's that's awesome. Oh yeah, um, so. What size stills did you start on running? I mean, well, like when you when you went off kind of like not on your own per se, but or did you even did you ever start on anything small or did you kind of learn on, say, you know, a, a two barrel pot and you just went from that? I learned on my uh, my great great grandfather's original steel with my grandfather. Um, it, it's around a 40 gallon steel. It's not very big. Um, it's big enough. But that's, that's what we'd make just a little bit on at a time just together. And he teached me when I was a kid, and it was fun. It was very great memories with my grandfather. Um, that's what it's all about. Something I'm, something I'm very thankful for. Yep. Yeah, that's, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do in life. You know, a lot of these people are first generations or or their dad did it but never told them, you know, until they got older and then he passed away. And, and that, I find that really, really cool that people get to, you know, the chance to – to work with their fathers or grandfathers and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, you know, it's all that knowledge that you was handed as a child, you know, like you just like, giving you all this knowledge just to set you up for the rest of your life, you know, it's something that yeah. you'll take use with for the rest of your life. You don't have to go through, um, not saying you don't have problems along the road, but you know, it's nice to learn, learn the right way from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Saves and, a lot of time that way. Yeah. As opposed to being like, Oh, yeah, I did that wrong. I don't have no idea what I'm doing. There's nobody to ask. I don't know what I'm doing. I just got to mess up. I just got to mess up. So, you know, it's so, good fundamentals. Yep. Always good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So what is your favorite thing to make? My favorite thing to make is um, our corn whiskey, but age it for four years. That's my personal okay. favorite drink, our aged whiskey. I love aged whiskey. It's my now, personal favorite. Do you guys age in barrels then? We do, in wide oak whiskey barrels. The Sunflower, it's actually aged in uh, two years in a wide oak whiskey barrel and then two years in a red wine barrel. Huh. That'd be interesting. I'd like to try some of that. Uh, So as soon as you said Sunflower Seeds, I was already intrigued. You know, anytime you hear somebody doing something that you don't see or hear about, it's just instantly like, how? And I want to taste it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, nowadays everything's very similar across the board, you know, yeah. <clears throat> everybody does, you know, corn, wheat, well, not, you know, everybody, but just your, your standard, um, mm-hmm. grains, I feel like, uh, and so it's really cool to see something different like that. Yeah. That are like a uh, sweet potato vodka, you know? Um, yes. And you guys, which do a vodka too as well, don't you? That's that's what we mainly do now. We're mainly vodka people. That's what we do. 2000 cases of a month. That's what we sell that all throughout the state of Georgia. I've had some trouble getting bottles in just with um, how the supply chain issues been. I was able to get some of the bottles in the other day, just got the boxes in yesterday, which was great. And then um, sometime next week I'll get my labels in and that order's already gone to half of the state. Nice. That's crazy, man. I love the name of it. It's called, what's it called? Responsibly. 
Responsibly vodka. <laughs> yeah. So no matter how I much you it. drink, you can tell everybody you're drinking responsibly. <laughs> I I don't I didn't feel real responsible last night. Because <laughs> you, you were drinking the wrong morning. thing, that's why. I get yeah, I didn't have I didn't have <laughs> vodka. So at least at least somebody's got vodka. <laughs> you ain't shitting. <laughs> My, so do you? I'm, I'm on one today, Sean. My bad, bro. You, My bad. Do, so do you guys have a, or do you have a, a story as to where Moonshine almost killed you? Me, no. You get, do you know anybody that has, like your dad or your grandfather, maybe? No, Moonshine's never done anything but help us out. Good. Um, another thing, the reason we come up with the name responsibly is because we are really firm believers in drinking responsibly as well we don't abuse that power at all that's another um reason me and my grandfather came up with that name you know as long as you know um know when to drink and how much to drink you're good know yep. your limits yep now is that a grain-based vodka or is that a potato based it's a hundred percent corn hundred percent corn yep it's our recipe and it's um everybody loves it it's we got rated top vodka in the state of georgia with it um, it also retails for a half gallon around sixteen ninety nine on the shelf. Shit, that ain't bad at all. No, it's 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 a very economically priced vodka. We try to, I mean, I know everything's very expensive nowadays, and we're trying to help people out as much as we can. Nice. Yeah, you guys hard. just uh, you send it out uh, neutral base, no flavor. <laughs> just don't flavor them at all, or do you Not flavor the them? We don't flavor the vodka. A lot of people don't really like flavored vodkas. If they want anything flavored, they want flavored vodka. Yeah, flavored vodkas around here sell it crazy. Mm-hmm. We just we just do plain vodka yes. as of right now. Um, we might wind up doing flavored vodkas later on down the road, distribution-wise. Yeah. If the distribution company wants that, we'll gladly yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Um, so what... Do you do many brandies or anything like that, or do you have a lot of history with that? Or we do, we do every now and then. Um, back when we first started, we done a bunch of different stuff. Um, but now, like if, if you were to come into the distillery, especially when I've got orders coming in and going out, you can't even sit there at our bar. We've got, I've got <laughs> pallets of bottles just sitting there, and then I'm pulling them in the, um, the actual distillery section. I'm I'm uncasing them, I'm bottling them up, then they're going out, and I've got more coming in. I mean, it's it's crazy. We also do another brand um, of vodka. If y'all are familiar with the movie Thirteen Hours, hmm. if y'all ever watch, uh-huh. y'all ever watch that, it's about the um, it's about um, the attack in Benghazi, Libya, in two thousand twelve. Is it a newer uh, movie? Or oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that yeah. movie. Uh, Chris Pronto, we're partners yes. with him, and we do a vodka for him called Tonto okay. Vodka. That's available in a a few different states. You can actually order it online today and have it shipped to you. Really? Yep. On a company called Shots Box. Okay. Hell yeah. But, uh, so tell us a little bit about your, the, the distillery itself that you guys have going on. Um, when did it start or when did you guys uh, open up for business? And Well, my dad originally, he was actually um, a police officer for many, many years. He was actually chief of police um, in Fairmount, Georgia for the longest as well. And my grandfather had got diagnosed with cancer. So he wanted to spend time with me and my grandfather and all of us be able to have good memories together. And he wanted to do something that all of us would like, which that was moonshine. So he worked on opening up a distillery. Um, and that takes a, that, that, that's a big process to get that open up. That takes time, a lot of effort and everything. And once we got it opened up, um, he went back to the doctor and it turned out that diagnosis of cancer was false. So my grandfather actually didn't have cancer and we said, awesome, well, we're going to keep the distillery. We're going to keep going at this and we're going to just spend time together. And, um, we, I spent around six to seven years <clears throat> at the distillery. That's awesome. So, you, so you, you was a kid, you was a kid when they opened up the distillery is what you said. Yeah. Yes. So I, you, I just became CEO January 31st because nice. I just turned 21. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, you grew up, you grew up stomping them distillery floors, uh, sweeping floors and, and doing all the, the little things, you know, that, 
that that and nobody pops. wants to do. <laughs> yeah, like sleep at floor. Uh, yep. Get little arms over here and reach in there and grab at it. Can't nobody reach in there. So, yes, nice free child labor. I like it. I use my, I use my kids too, so <laughs> that's how it is. But you know what? What an amazing what an amazing story and experience that you have just to talk about how it all started and how you grew up in it. You know, like you was you grew up right in the middle of it. And so that's amazing, man. So what kind of equipment do you guys use? Do you guys use pot stills or? Uh, do you yeah. use vodka vodka columns, or you just redistill that, or what's? Are you running on steam? You know, are you guys running on? You know, how you, how you running on? Our steel now it's electric. Um, it's a two hundred fifty gallon steel. Um, we're probably going to have to go ahead and swap that out for a thousand gallon steel that we're um, having made up right now. Cool. Just just of how much vodka we're making with responsibly. Um, we're in all the bars in Chattanooga. Um, with responsibly, it's in the well there it's doing great um so i mean we're probably gonna have to switch our 250 gallons still to a thousand that's awesome yeah it is Hell yeah you start talking yeah. thousand man that's got a it's got a soft spot in mine and sean's heart it's all we talk about <laughs> anytime somebody's building a still we're like hey man you know what you want to build us a thousand gallons still <laughs> we're gonna have to have one yeah that's that's cool um are you guys so thinking you- sorry sean Oh, oh, go ahead, man. Are you guys thinking stainless, copper? Stainless. Are you guys wanting to stay electric? Are you going to go with, like, steam? or? We're going to stay electric. That's a lot easier to use. Mm-hmm. We only got a 5,000-square-foot building as well. Okay. Yeah, and we've already got that set up and everything. Now, when we move <laughs> um, later on and find a, um, a better location, we, we would definitely um, might do other things. But Yeah. Um, what the hell is I going to ask now? Oh, so are you guys in like uh, liquor stores and bars and restaurants and all yep. that? or All throughout are... the state of Georgia and a big part of Tennessee. That's awesome. Because I know a lot of people when they open distillers, like especially up here, uh, they sell, a lot of them just sell out of the distillery. A lot of them, you know, they'll sell to the state. Are, are you guys a control state? The way it works is we have to sell to a distribution company. Yeah, for okay. in order to so, go to a liquor store or bar. I can't directly go into the liquor store or bar and sell them the product. That's just that's the same uh, crap they pull here, man. It's it's like man, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's everywhere. I mean, you're just a bit you're an entrepreneur, you're a businessman. You should be allowed to go sell your product and you make the profit and then pay your taxes on it. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, they're gonna pay you for it and then you resell it and they make the big profit on it. It's like yeah, yeah, I catch you like four or five dollars a bottle if yeah, that. it's like man, y'all are rich enough. Y'all are rich enough. Let me get my pennies <laughs> and just let me do me, man. It's just too many hands in one pot, you know? Like Yeah. I mean that's that's the most stressful thing really about this business is the distribution. That, yeah. that's, the, that's the hardest part. That's I've learned um, so far. That's the most. That's the hardest work I've ever had to do was just dealing with that and promoting your own brand. That's that's the yeah. hardest type of work. Yeah. Now you know of- it's it seems to be a, a little easier to promote nowadays with all the social media and all mm-hmm. that. Like you know, it's easier to a little easier to get your name out like yeah. nationally as opposed to the way it used to be. You know, like. I'd imagine still here back in the day, old grandpa would have to load a truck up and drive around the state. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that in word of mouth, you know, I mean, if you try a good drink, you know, and yeah. generally, especially if you got a bottle, you know, you're like, here, check this out, you know, and yeah. they're like, oh, where's that? Or who is that? You know, so, and then one person tells another, another person tells the other. A good liquor sells itself. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's be for real. A good liquor sells itself. And shitty liquor is the conversational piece. <laughs> if something sucks, yeah. everybody's going to talk about it like, oh, no, I don't like that. That's yeah. bad. That's right. Good liquor is worth uh, drinking and shitty liquor is worth talking about. That's right. <laughs> that is or, true. Or <laughs> dumping it back into still and rerunning it. <laughs> if possible. <laughs> but uh, so what, what kind of other plans do you guys have going on? Uh, just – Ramping up the size of the production, or yes. Um, later on, we're wanting to move, of course. We're wanting to move locations later on. 
Um, and we're going to have to, with the way the brand is um, growing for sure. That's, that is 100%. Um, Tonto vodka, it's also growing as well. Um, we're in, we're in a few different States right now. Um, we're in Kentucky, Nevada. Um, we're in Georgia as well with, um, with Tonto and we're looking at getting in Florida here soon. We're also so in Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Okay. How far are you guys over the North Carolina line and Georgia line? Over the North? I'm not sure about North Carolina. I don't really travel to North Is Carolina a lot. Um, we're about an hour from, from my house right here. It's an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because huh. I was wondering how close you are because when we get down in Maggie, I didn't know if you were probably, you know, four or five hours further down the road or. No, I'm. Um, how far away are you from Cherokee when you. Um... Uh, about, what, about six hours or. Yeah, about six hours. Okay, mm-hmm. I go to the casino there, um, okay, in Cherokee, and that's only an hour and thirty minutes away from here. Oh hell, that's not too bad, then. No, not bad at all. Yeah, when uh, we go from the jam to Gatlinburg, we drive right over here, Cherokee. Yeah. So that's that's where we'll be on Sunday after the jam. <laughs> on the twenty third, July twenty third, you'll see us all drunk stumbling around Gatlinburg. Come check us out. <laughs> um, let's see what else is this. You got any questions for him, Easy? No, no, man. This is just this is organic. We just let him talk, you know. <laughs> Another thing I, I'd like to mention for everybody that's going to watch this, or and even for y'all too as well, um, we're working with a company that does crowdfunding. It's called SMBX. I've sent you the link, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to explain a little bit how that works. Um, if you're looking to make some passive income, it's a great way. And you also get to invest in um, a few small businesses, which we're one of those businesses as of right now. Um, you can invest as little as $10 up to 100000 And the way that works is um, if you, let's say you invest $10, you get paid back over 48 months, uh, 10.5% of whatever you invest. And you get monthly payments. Okay. And that's all, that- it's all you got to do, just... Is that something for like uh, startups or is that just kind of um, for businesses that are already going or? It's for anything really just to pick like it, it even says um, if you read about the company that you're looking at investing in, it tells you what the funds are going to be used for. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to be ordering um, some more supplies, more employees. Yeah. Everything like that. That's what we're looking to do. Crowdfunding is a different way it's to, to get a loan and everything. And it's, it's great. Um, yeah, I, so a good way to interact with people and let people know about the business as well. And word of mouth, word of mouth yes. is a big way of of growing anything nowadays. Yes, so, yes we've raised about sixty thousand so far. Wow, good. So, it's so awesome. like you know, average person goes on there and they invest some of their money, and then you said it pays you back your ten percent um, gain over forty eight months. Yep, and you get the, you get those in monthly payments as well. And if you want to know exactly how much you're going to get paid, you can go to the website on any um, on any uh, business there. Every business has a, might have a different interest rate. One of them had nine percent. Yeah, some of them have eleven percent. It just it depends. You type in ten dollars, it'll show you exactly what you'll get back monthly. Nice. I had heard about the crowdfunding, but I wasn't, you know. Yeah, it's very simple. Didn't really come up, so check it's it out. Very man. simple. It's it's. You sign up just like you would if you're signing up for the stock market or a brokerage account. Okay. You have to do your social security, you know, your license. It's an official investment um, page. It's it's legit. Hell yeah. So if you want to, if anybody on here or y'all too want to make some extra money on, on that, that's definitely a great way. And it's just, it looks good on you too. And it's a good way to invest in small businesses. Yep. And the small businesses are the ones that need you know, yeah. invested in, especially, you know? especially the way things been going since COVID man, small businesses need all the help they could get. So. Well, and not only that, but, uh, you know, a lot of them really stepped up with, uh, hand sanitizer and stuff like that. We did. COVID. Yes, that we did. I, and, I, I wasn't even, um, I, I was still in high school. I was actually in my senior year when COVID hit, I didn't have to go back to school. I got let out early. I didn't even have my graduation. Man. I, well, Damn. I did, but whenever I go there to pick up my diploma, they told me, they said, okay, no, you can't 
there's only going to be, you can only have two people there and they have to stay six feet apart and it's going to, it's going to be the smallest graduation. I said, no. And then right after that, they changed it to where it was going to be on the, it was the biggest graduation ever and they never called anybody back. And I said, well, um, so I didn't get to have my, I didn't get a graduation to get a senior walk like that, like everybody else did um, usually. But I was really busy anyways. I was at the distillery 24 <laughs> hours at a time. We had, we brought in another steel that was 250 gallons, just running sanitizer all night long. Wow. And we donated over 2,000 gallons alone just to the community. Well, that's a lot. But they need it, you know. I mean, it was amazing how all of a sudden everybody just stepped up. Yeah. You know, all these distillers. But now I'm seeing there's a lot of distillers as well that you know, uh, just can't get rid of it, That they like what they have left. Yeah, and it's kind of sad, really. Yeah, they made so much excess. Now there's just there's so much yep. that you know because they needed yep. it, didn't have enough, so everybody yep. produces so much, and now these people got warehouses full of hand sanitizer. Like, what do we do with it? Like, oh, see, well, I, just just wait till 2024. You might need it again. Well, and, and <laughs> my thing is, you know, distillery stepped up and done that. Yeah. So I feel like the government should at least pay you guys for it. Yeah. Even if it's something little, like you guys didn't have to do that. Yeah, we did that, and we was very busy. <laughs> I mean, it it was crazy. Me and me and Dad was at the distillery, um, sleeping as well. Like we would take shifts watching the steel to make sanitizer because there was that much of a demand. Uh, of a demand, it was it was insane. I've never seen anything like that. What what base did you guys use for? Um, to make that sanitizer, was you just running corn? Was you just doing sugar? Yep. It's cheap. Yep, we we use the same thing that we do now. Um, I mean, we had to put denatured in it mm-hmm. so that way nobody'd want to drink it. And, um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was crazy. Uh, we've still got some sanitizer left too. I could imagine somebody trying to get drunk off hand sanitizer. I mean, ours was one hundred and sixty proof. I mean. When in doubt, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's it won't much. That's right. <laughs> it smelled just as good as our, as it normally does. Toast the people would, you know, you'd think, oh, this is them. No, it's sanitizer. We got an official sanitizer label made up yeah. back then and everything. Give me a squirt of that sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, got, did you guys, uh, did you guys get shut down as far as like uh, sales and all that? Um, Not um vodka wise yeah we was relaunching the responsible vodka we had an old label made up for it we discontinued that label and we was just about to relaunch it with that new label and then that's when covid hit right around that time frame so the but that slowed the vodka down but we was just going crazy with the, the sanitizer dude it was i've i was there constantly making sanitizer selling it to people and then giving it out to the community as well hell yeah um let's see here. so uh do you when you guys get to the bigger location that you have or you're, you're when you guys do expand i guess yeah um what are your plans with that are you like wanting i don't know i've never been to dalton distillery yet so do you do you guys offer like barbecue or anything like that no as of right now no i mean there's you, there's no go ahead spot for that right now at all okay. is that uh, something down down the road you guys are thinking about maybe or no i, or? I would definitely like like, like, yeah. like a big old bar you know where you sell mm-hmm. your drinks and yeah and have food we, we, we would definitely have to have a different location for all that stuff for sure um just because we, we've only got five thousand square feet and all that's taken up by my bottles bottles i mean yeah um it, it's crazy. I'm I'm having to order tractor trailer loads at a time. <laughs> That's not a bad problem to have, though. No, I mean it, it's it definitely keeps me busy. I can yeah. tell you that. Slap yeah. your shipping container out back just for bottles. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's always the the you know you see people start up with distilleries and you know I don't know how it is there, but <clears throat> you know you have to get your permits for the state or the the federal basically, yeah. and then you can't really do much until the state okay's it. You know, and so yeah. you got all them the electric bills, the 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 lease payments or whatever, the mortgage and all that. So yeah. most of these people, I mean, 
really struggle starting up. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's I can tell you right now, it's it's very expensive to start up. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what I've learned by researching and talking to people. Like, yes, yep. yeah, I just uh, don't have money, you know, to, to get started. Yep. Just, and, and realistically, it's uh, it's all the waiting. Like, you know, you got to put up all this mm-hmm. money and do all this waiting while you're not making. It's okay. Yeah, while you're not making any money. And then, like, what happens if you go through all this and you put up all this money and you're like, no, 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 you're denied. And, you know, like, for, mo- yeah. like, <clears throat> for most of us, it's like, look, man, I got to work every day because I get, that's how I pay my bills, you know, yeah. paycheck to paycheck and, and then get a little ahead. I put my little bit ahead and, and put it up and then I blow it to go hang out with Sean at the jam or something. <laughs> and, you know, it's hard for the average person to, to get, get that up. So. You know, like thing like a uh, crowdsource funding. How yeah. awesome, you know, for you get help from people knowing, you know, without yeah. having to have to go into a bank and and give them blood yeah. of your soul yes. for a for a loan. Like so, that's yeah, and it, it's it's a very good way to um, also even get the company's name out there too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's all sorts of new ways opening up to invest and expand and market. Yeah, like you know if. if if I invested a little bit of my money, even if it is a hundred dollars in say Dalton distillery, then all of a sudden yep. I'm, I'm going around like, Hey man, I got a stake in that distillery there. You know, like, like you no, know, I bought, I bought a little stake in there. Like I got like a little the, part in that. Yeah. The, the, it ain't, no, it's not like that. It's you would, it's a bond. I know. But, you know, like, like yeah. you feel, you feel a connection. <clears throat> you feel a connection yeah. with it because you put some of your money into helping mm-hmm. them, you know? So like you, yeah. Yeah. You, you, and it, it's, it, you feel good too. Yeah. That's one good thing about it. And you, you get returns, you get return and you get to see what those returns are going to be. Yeah. There's no, Oh, it's this. It's a, you know, you get exactly what you would get by. I think it's that, that connection, you know, you're connected yep. with them now. Like, you know, you feel, you feel a little special about them. You're going to, yeah. you're only going to talk, you talk well about them and it makes you want to go visit you guys and see what you got going on and makes you want to try that. Like, I want to try your responsibly vodka. Like I want to try yeah. it. Like I'm not a vodka guy. Um, I don't really like, you know, uh, base spirits, but I want to try it. I'd, I'd love to get me a bottle of that. So, Now, is that something that we could order? You can't Being... order that. That's, an, that's another, you know, law, of course. Yeah. The only reason yeah. you can order the Tonto is because it, it's going through a distribution company in California that ships out. Gotcha. That's, okay. not, that's not me. Again, that's just another law they like to put on us. Always, yeah. yeah. You know, now, always, are, you, um, are you guys actually – in North Carolina, would we be able to get it there? No, we're not in North Carolina nope. yet. We're only okay. the responsibly vodka itself is only in Georgia and Tennessee. And, okay. Um, oh well, Tennessee, we'll go through there then. So, <laughs> yeah, is that the one? <clears throat> that's in uh, in the, uh, <clears throat> in bars. Is it in stores? Can you get it at the liquor store? Yes. Uh, okay. Von Orr, where uh, my grandfather was originally from, that, that that liquor store has it there, and that's only forty minutes from uh, Gatlinburg. Okay. Oh yeah. Nice. Good shit. But yeah. Um, so as far as like uh, yeast goes, do you do you guys really get dig into that, or do you keep it fairly simple? Or you know, I'm not asking what you guys use or anything, but. Um, I know a lot of people have their preference. Mine is bread yeast, um, for you know mostly grains, uh, but you know everybody just kind of has their own take on all that. Yeah, <clears throat> we, we we use yeast here and there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, do you um, do you like reuse the same yeast? Do you do you propagate from one to use later? Uh, we we use the same. Okay. Um, do you do you guys use any nutrients or anything like that or like what do, what do you mean? Uh well just yeast nutrients in itself. Oh do you, do you uh, use yeast? um not really, no. No, I don't blame you. A lot of people do. I mean I guess it, again it just kind of goes to uh goes back to what you started with and what you got yeah. used to using. Yeah, what you know, like <clears throat> I bet great great grandfather didn't have yeast nutrient. <laughs> he didn't have powdered yeast nutrient back then, you know. <laughs> He's just no. you know, and like I said, that's good to you, you grew up on the old time yeah. ways, the the traditional, really yeah. super traditional ways and like ever since He's like you said, four years yeah. old, 
you know what's going to work and what's not going to work for what you're doing. Yeah. And like after having it, after doing it so long and being passed through so many hands, it's like clockwork. You know, like it's 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 that it's like clockwork now. It runs like a well-oiled machine. All the kinks have been worked out in it, and it's just like we just make a mash and then we're running liquor. Make a mash, yep. running liquor. We just do it like this, do it like that. So you know, time is money. You know, it's yep. all about dollars and cents. So. Yep. Another thing that um, we're offering next month that I want to go ahead and mention too is a distiller's course. We've done that a long time ago in the past, and I decided to bring it back now. And what that is, it's it's a four-hour course that we offer. You get to see um, how we make our mash. You get to see how it's made. You get to see it load up into the steel. You get to see it distill. You get to see that whole process. We tell you a bunch of stories. You get to see the old steel as well, um, and you get to bottle a bottle right out of that steel. And yeah, that's that's cool. an amazing experience, you know, especially for new people. And yeah, yeah. what what'll happen is somebody will be thinking about making moonshine. They'll come in, they'll take your course, and they'll get that bottle right out of the still and be like, Cooked "Yep, from that, from that I'm, I'm driving over to North Georgia Still Company right now. I'm leaving here and going straight over <laughs> to North Georgia." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something when you start you kind of get hooked doing it you know yeah um do, do you still feel that same way uh, even though it's you know running a business um it, yeah is it, it is it is it like work or is it still more is it is it still man i love running this still the the still itself is amazing yes um i run everything now like yeah. i have to do the, i have to do the quick books and everything yeah, so, when you're when you're the chief man when you're the chief, comes the chief job. So, and I also now that I'm 21, I have to run out to the liquor stores too and do tastings, um, the ones that'll allow that. That would that would be the part I would hate the most. No, I love doing that. <laughs> just, I love doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that um, that's actually just something really fun. Yeah, that's for example, that's, to get that's the product, part, and that's really helped us a lot. Really? Yep. That's so something I, that a lot of people don't do as well. You just mm-hmm. got to do what people aren't willing to do. And that's, go around. And, yeah. yeah. If people ain't coming to you, you got to go to the people, you know? Yeah. And helps get the product known to them. We've gotten a bunch of customers that are continuing customers just from doing that. Hey, there ain't nothing like free, man. You let somebody try something for free and they're like, oh, yeah, that's free. I like that. I'm going to buy some of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how it is. If, if you go to a party and you take, just say, a jar of liquor, a bottle of liquor, whatever. You know, and you yeah. try it, and all of a sudden you meet, you've got, you know, all these new friends, <laughs> all these people wanting alcohol. <laughs> you know, it's hey, my, my it's favorite person at the party is, <clears throat> is usually the lady that says, I drink moonshine all the time. And it's like, oh, yeah, you do. Don't you get you a big old slug of that? And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, you're like, yeah, you don't drink moonshine all the time. <laughs> well, old Smoky, Sugarland, stuff like that. 40 proof flavored stuff, you know. Yeah, our flavors are 70 that we do in 70. Store. What's your uh, what's the biggest flavor you guys sell? My like, personal favorite and um I would say it's it's really hard to choose between which one's our most popular favorite in the distillery between caramel and blueberry. That's interesting. I like I, we, came out, we came out with a s'mores recently. Nice. Too, and people love that. We do them in chocolate. We do all sorts of different flavors. So is peach brandy big? You guys do peaches? Like, we do. Or is it just, you know, like peaches are so yep. big where you're at, nobody wants them. <laughs> no, people love peach. Yeah. Uh, we get a, we sell a lot of our peach moonshine, too. Nice. But the most popular is the caramel. Really? Yep. Or if people might put it in their coffee and stuff. That, yeah. That's what me and Dad do. And then you said yep. blueberry? Yep. I like a blueberry, man. Some of the best wine I ever made was blueberry and... Blueberry brandy. I'm a brandy guy. I like I like the brandies. You know, give me fruit. Give me brandy. So, would you say your the vodka outsells though the rest? Yeah, the flavors and everything. Really? Yeah. And uh, distribution. <clears throat> yes. In store, yeah. it's the flavors. Yep. Mainly, and then the hundred eleven proof and the the bourbon or um, aged. That is amazing. That just goes well. People love it. The sunflower does great. You can only get the sunflower in the distillery. That's not so okay. Yeah. 
Blueberry so, or bourbon and yeah, bourbon and flavors, man. That's what that's the big craze right now. You know, you got yeah. you got you got bourbon guys and there's bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. And then you know, most of your your we'll say lower end drinkers, they just want the flavors, man. Like you you know, I imagine you sell a hundred jars of flavor for every jar of clear, and that's just that's how it is, man. They want they want that they want it sweet, they want candy. So with the market and everything, uh I was kind of wondering too. Say you know you have the distillery. What made you decide you guys to go with say vodka as opposed to tequila or? Okay, the I can tell you right now the thing about tequila is I can't make tequila, can't do it. <laughs> if I do make it, I can't call it that. Or yeah, yeah. right, because agave. It, it, it's agave. <clears throat> it's what I'd have to call it. If I want to call it tequila, what I have to do is I have to order that from a distillery that's in Mexico. Then they can ship it that's already been made there at their distillery, and then we can bottle it. Then, yep. then I can yep. say it's tequila, but that's that's the only way with tequila. Um, vodka, um, we've had a few different people reach out to us. Like anybody can come up to us and say, "Hey, I want to start a brand of whatever of whiskey, vodka, moonshine flavored moonshine, whatever," and that's it's contract bottling that we do. Um, we done one for a guy of vodka, and we said, "All right, we're going to make our own vodka brand." And vodka is what's really sales. Mm-hmm. Well, see, well, see, I was wondering because there's a lot of vodka brands out there, um, and it's—I mean, the liquor market's a tough market to get into, really. Yes, and vodka's just so big because so many people just make their own mix. You know, people mm-hmm. want to make their own mix; they want it. A lot of people want it flavorless. Uh, you know, vodka's huge, like. But back in the day, it was gin. It was the gin craze, and now it's all about vodka. Yeah, <clears throat> vodka and bourbon. The only thing I like gin for is to mix it with lemonade. And I know easy, you don't like it at all. But <laughs> hey, man, you know, like you mix it with anything, it's good enough. Like my lady allowed to drink vodka. <laughs> like, when we first got together, I took her to my mom's house, and uh, my mom was drinking vodka. And, she thought she could drink with my mom and, and my mom's husband back then. He's king of the never-ending glass. Like, if you look away, he was filling your glass back up. So you never knew how many you drank. And, man, she was so trash that night. I had to tote her into the house. And she's drooling all down my arm and stuff. <laughs> you don't, don't try to hang your mom. No, you place. <laughs> so she ain't allowed to drink vodka no more. <laughs> So, what's your uh, favorite cocktail with vo- your guys' responsibly vodka? The favorite cocktail is just a Moscow Mule, usually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really drink cocktails much. I don't drink vodka much either. I'm mainly a whiskey guy. All right, oh, whiskey. Man. And I'm I, I don't drink a lot either. I only okay. I drink on occasions usually. Yeah. Or I'll t- I mean I'll taste it. I'll taste the product, of course, when it comes out. Everything, but. I don't usually sit there drinking a whole lot. Don't blame well, me at all. And you haven't been allowed to drink till now, so you know. I mean, I, I, I don't. What I've been allowed to do, I've still done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here in the state of Georgia, you can you can drink here at your house when you're real young. Really? Yeah. As long as your parents are okay with it. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um. Oh hell. Sorry, I believe it's twelve as well. Yeah, really. Yeah, you just that as long as you're in the house. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with that. I yeah. mean, really, anywhere you're home with your parents, they let you do. You know, like it's what oh, your yeah. parents say. Yeah. You're not out causing a destruction or anything. I mean, that would be my problem. And that's problem. another thing too. I don't understand, right? So you serve with the military. You know, you can you can do that at you know 17, 18 hey, years hey. old. Why can't you legally have a drink? I couldn't smoke either. Yeah, they changed that right before I turned 18, like two weeks before I turned 18. Like you couldn't buy a cigarette until you was 21. <laughs> that sucks. I used to work with a guy that vaped, and uh, we would run up after they changed that and get it for him. Yeah. See, I was a kid, mom would give you a note, like, go to, the, go to the store and get me a pack of cigarettes. Like, and you hand him a note, man, and he hand you a pack of cigarettes, and you'd be down the road. Like, that's just so, it's crazy. If there's anybody out there watching that would uh, that plans to start a distillery, um, 
Do you have any advice for them? Um, the main thing of, of advice I'm going to tell you is you get you got to have some money. <laughs> I'm I'm just being real with you. That's yep. If you don't, it's not going to work because it's it's very expensive. It's also time time patience. That's something that you're not going to be able to fix either. You got to wait. It took us around two years from start to finish to get it officially opened up, and that and was uh, that was hard. That was yeah. very hard. We worked. And that's crazy, man. Two years you're putting in, putting out, putting out, and not bringing in anything like. Not only you gotta have money for the distillery, you gotta have money to live off of for the, yeah. while you're waiting, you're trying yeah. to open, you know. And, yeah. And you see a lot of guys that get antsy and they just start selling illegally and then they get in trouble and they kill their they kill their their dream of the distillery because they couldn't wait. But you know, there's yeah. a, they make it hard for a reason. That they make it hard, that hard so there's not a million distilleries out there. Um like yeah, here. Here in Ohio, they they um they made it to where it was easy to open up breweries, mm-hmm. like, you know. So you're you just micro breweries popped up overnight. We went from barely any to a million, and now just every time you turn a the corner, there's a new micro brewery, there's a new brewery, there's, and so I think that's they don't they're trying to that's one of the things they don't let you do with big distilleries. They don't want that because then that's gonna if you're selling good liquor, then you're taking money out of the out of the huge corporations. And so I think they try to quell that and keep it low. And if you want to get in the game, you better put some skin in <laughs> a lot of it. So, yeah, it's it's time consuming. It costs. It's hard. You know, we um, we offer uh, anybody that wants to come in and actually have a meeting with opening up a distillery. We offer that service too. Nice. That's true because. A lot of people don't know who to talk to, yeah. Um, or they'll go and hire attorneys. You know, I don't know. Some people say getting an attorney to get everything straightened out for you is worth it. Some people say it's not. You know, yeah. So I guess you know having the opportunity to talk to somebody that's been through it <clears throat> would mean a lot. I tell you, it seems like with your distillery, you guys are w- openly willing to help. You know, new distillers. Uh, already distillers with just you know questions and information and and you know like you said that come talk to us about a distillery hey we you know we'll tell you what we know and and then you know like we're gonna be giving distilling classes teach you how to distill so yeah i think it's really awesome that you have you have a distillery and you know and you have this tradition to fall back on but you guys are, <laughs> you guys are still willing to just <clears throat> openly open arms help help a new distiller or help anybody so it's yeah it's really cool hats off to you guys for that and that's amazing so, you all right over sean yeah yeah too i'm many, just typing something too many cigars comments. last night huh no i got a sinus infection going on <laughs> and uh i waited till you know last minute to go get Go to the doctor as I always do. What's a doctor? I'm surprised he didn't say I was dead or heading that way. Surprised he didn't yell at you about your Mountain Dew and take again. (laughs) Oh, hell. Oh, man. So, what's, are you guys now, are you guys open, uh, say, five days a week or usually Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5? Now in, in Georgia, do they limit the bottle sales per person that comes through the door? Yeah, three bottles a person. That blows my mind. Blows my mind. Yeah, another another thing, if somebody comes in wanting to buy the vodka, because of right now majority of the liquor stores are out just because like I said, supply chain's just been horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to legally charge more than what the liquor store does. That's crazy. If if not, um it's considered competing <clears throat> with the liquor store and I'm like I, I, I don't get it, but I mean it's just Another thing to make things harder. Another thing, too, that we've had a lot of issues with. We found places back in the past that we were going to move to, but with a distillery, just a distillery, not a winery or a brewery, we couldn't move out of the city limits. Really? That's just in our county area. A lot of counties are like that, too. It just depends on where you're at. But the county Mm -hmm. wouldn't allow it. We found a building that was just like this distance from the, the city line. Perfect. And they said no. We won't. We won't allow it. You won't. You can't do it. That's crazy. 
How do they expect a business to grow like that? You know, it's, I mean, it's just because we make such high content of alcohol. They don't allow it. I don't know why they're, I don't know why some counties are like that. Um, but the city, uh, the city was fine. It's just, if I move in in another part of Dalton, it has to be within the city limits. So I'm restricted on that as what makes it a lot harder. So in is Dalton a, a fairly small city or? No, we're a, we're pretty we're, we're a pretty good right. sized city. Um, the city limits are. I mean, that takes that cuts you out a lot, though. There's a lot of good places that we mm-hmm. found that were just outside of the city limits that were perfect. You know, and we couldn't do it. But if we was a brewery, we could have. Or if we was a winery, we could have. Yeah, it's crazy how how yeah, open. Yeah, open. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy bad. how open and how freely they just let breweries and wineries roll. Like, yeah, wherever. You're good. Mm-hmm. Set up. You're Still good. The hardest. And yeah, for distilleries, they're like, oh man, here's more red tape. Oh, you're tired of jumping through red tape. Here's some more. <laughs> I, I know. I did. I know. I've I've probably aged about till forty or fifty already. I could. I feel it. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's stressful. I mean, it, it's just. It's it's hard work. You, you know, you got to be willing to put in the most hard work you've ever put in your life if you're going to open mm-hmm. up a distillery. Yeah, that's what, you know, it's it's one thing to run, say, a two-barrel pot in a barn somewhere, you know. But when yeah. you go to run an, even that same still at a distillery, you've got not only this, but you got everything else to fucking deal, to deal with. Paperwork. Worry about, make sure you got your paperwork right. Paperwork. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I couldn't even imagine is the paperwork that you all got to do. I like, you, you remember <clears throat> back when uh, Tim Smith first got into the distillery, legal distillery, and they're telling him to sign up all this paperwork, and he's like, hey, man, I, I can't keep up with all that. Like, And I imagine, you know, paperwork would be the hardest thing just to make sure everything is correct because I would imagine one wrong decimal point or one wrong cross T, and they're like, oh, you know, here's here's a 100 more hoops for you to jump through to get this right. Yeah. Yeah, one extra zero, boy, that can really change a lot of shit. <laughs> I, 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 extra it, zero on my paycheck, change one shit of that. But then you owe an extra two zeros. <laughs> I take one. Don't get greedy, Sean. You take what you can get, man. They slide you one, you'd be happy with that. So, it's funny. I mean, it, it's it's very time consuming, you know, mm-hmm. especially just with running a business in general. Yeah, any business is time consuming, let alone especially, one where. You have to just every day it's hoops you have to jump through to make sure it's right. It's got to be right. There ain't no, "Eh, I'll do that tomorrow or, or, you know, like I'm just going to cut this one a little short because I can. There ain't none of that, you know, so. I mean, I'm I'm distilling a lot. And then, I mean, it's just, that's fun, though. I do enjoy that. That's the fun part. You know, that's that's the part you're passionate about. Interacting with customers that come in, too, that's very fun. I enjoy, I enjoy that. Yeah, I love meeting new people and talking to new people, and that's what I enjoy most about going down to the festivals when me and Sean are there and handing out stickers and setting up some type of small still just to talk to people, you know, and, and let, pique their interest. Because you could tell when you talk to a person if they're legit and they're like, oh, man, that's just, you could tell that's what they want to get into it. They want to know, as opposed to somebody who's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, what was I gonna say now? I can't remember. Don't think too hard. Your hat will pop off. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I know. It's a it's a normal thing for me here lately. <laughs> that science yeah, infection's gotten into your brain. Uh-oh. That's probably where it come from. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So, do do you guys have any plans of getting into any um, beer brewing or anything like that, or winemaking, or is it just are you okay, going to stay strictly? That's another thing. I the, the way that works, I have to open up a whole new company. I can't have it the same building. Really, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. I, I want to eventually. That's the plan for me to expand that. But I would have to. Get I'd have to get a whole nother look. Which I mean, the the good thing about that is I'm open to the county with that, yeah. or anywhere yeah. anywhere else too. It'd be a lot. It's it's still hard, yes, but it's I've dealt with harder. Yeah. So it'd definitely be a lot easier too. Um, we do want to open up a brewery and winery at some point later on down the 
you, you see it around here, like a few uh, distilleries I've been into, like um, Tuck and Reds, they also mm-hmm. have wine. Um, and then, like, I go out to Hatfields in West Virginia. He sells wine along with his. And so it's just, it's wild how it's so different in different places. And now, From state to now, state. Yeah. yeah. And now, now I'm wondering if, if they're making their wine in the same place as their distillery or if they've got no. a little winery somewhere else and they bring um, it in. We can't so, even sell wine at our place. Can't even sell it, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Is it, you know, that's that's the weird part. Um, and like you said, in a business, you know, you have what you're doing, plus you have to deal with the customers. Well, yep. in your business, you have to deal, deal with what you're doing. You got to deal with the customers. You got to deal with the state. You got to deal with the feds. You got to still, yeah. you know. The main thing the state cares about is you pay the taxes. That's one of your money. That's, that's the main thing they all care about. <clears throat> as long as their taxes are paid, they're, they're usually happy. Now, yes. uh, is are the, are your state taxes down there? Are they higher than federal, or is it the other way around? Uh, the state's a little bit harder in Georgia than usually federal. That's a little bit okay. Um, it's not too bad, but um, I mean, it, the, the main thing they care about is that you pay them. That's really it. That's all it is. It's just but, yeah, it's just a bunch of bunch of greedy folks. They want their money, and that's all they care about. <clears throat> and the only time that they give a shit is if you're not giving you're not them their money. money. You know, yeah, then, they get, then they get upset. And like, <laughs> even for home distillers, if you're just making a little liquor for yourself here, they don't care. But if you're making money off of it, then they got a big problem with it because they yeah. want their money. Yep. Well, that's um, and here in Ohio, they're what's that bill that they're trying to pass? Easy uh, SB thirteen. They're trying to pass SB thirteen here in Ohio. I believe it's made it to the House so far. It gives uh, home distillers um, legally to produce a hundred gallons per year of people twenty one plus in your home. It also allows you to give it away to your friends for free, mail it to them for free within the state of Ohio. You within the state of Ohio. Wow. But I, you know, I that's one. Th- that's statewide, so I wonder if the feds will treat that like they do pot. That's what you I'm know, thinking. I wonder, they, wonder if they're going to turn their head as long as you're not doing something stupid. Yeah, like uh, well, that's uh, <laughs> you know, like the, the state's supposed to overpower the feds. So if the state wants to do something, they sh- they're supposed to be allowed to do it without issues. And it, and I would imagine at the beginning they might come in like how they used to when people were growing and. And give mm-hmm. them shit, and then eventually they're just like, "Man, we can't handle all that. Just let it go." So it, it does make you wonder how the feds are going to uh, deal with that. But I, I think marijuana has really set set the standard for states and how uh, the feds are going to deal with things when it comes. You know, when a state decides, "Now we're good with that here. You guys mind your own damn business." Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, they're like, oh, "Give us our cut. We don't care." Give us our money. We don't care. Well, see, that's kind of another thing. I was wondering if they would be like, okay, so here's a, a permit that you have to apply for. You no, know, th- that wasn't in the original writing, but I could see that coming in, like pay us for this permit. Yeah. Oh, Sean got in trouble. Always yep. in trouble. Always. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't even know. I don't remember where we were at. Yep, so you got in trouble, you done forgot. So, <laughs> we was talking about paying, like, you know, they're going to make you pay for permits, and I would imagine there's going to be something that they're going to add that costs you money. They're not just going to let us do it for 100% free. Yeah. You know, they're going to be like, hold on, that's $10 billion a year, make you buy this permit. I pay for that permit. You know, I could legally do it in my home. Let's get it. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know, when's it supposed to... Or get pushed through, or hey man, you know how it is, bro. You <laughs> they could say it. six months, it could be 10 years, so mm-hmm. uh, you never know. They might end up making it to where we have to vote on it, and things like that. So, yeah, but do you got anything else you'd like to talk about before we get off here, Trey? If y'all got any more questions, or if anybody's commenting anything, wanting to know anything, yeah, I'll, just, I'll if, gladly answer. If if you guys got, you know, I'm sure if you want to um, contact Trey directly, if you got questions for him, um, yeah. I'm sure you, you can find him through uh, Dalton Distillery. Um, imagine you guys got a Facebook page. We do. You know, so hit him up on the Facebook page. Um, if you're down in Dalton, man, go try that sunflower liquor, man, and let me know how it is because, man, I'm intrigued about that. 
<laughs> I like trying new stuff. Like, so. Absolutely. Uh, how, go ahead. Go ahead. You, how, how far from Columbus are you? Columbus, Georgia? Um, maybe four hours. Okay. Uh, Georgia's a pretty big state, so. Yeah. Now um, I we go I go to Florida I go right down seventy five when I go through Florida or I go through Georgia yeah, yeah. right through Atlanta yeah you you uh, you can exit at Dalton right okay right uh, yep yeah I'm I'm going to Florida eventually I'm, I'm stopping get me some sunflower liquor Sean you want a jar oh yeah <laughs> I got you bro so all right well we we appreciate everybody joining us Trey we appreciate you uh I. Join us Saturday morning. Sean, you're Sean. Still love <laughs> you, though. Big uh, said, um, uh, like Trey said, man, you got any questions about opening a distillery in Georgia? Hit them up. I'd gladly help you out. Um, be on the lookout for that uh, respons- re- responsibly vodka in, in the stores and everywhere. And so I look forward to trying that, too. Just say I tried it. So. Hell, Yeah. <sighs> Sean, right, I'll see guys. you later today, man. We yep. got a, we got a day of distilleries and wineries today. So um, thank you so much for being on again, Trey. Um, right, you ain't got to leave. Man. You ain't got to leave when we get off here. If you want to hang out and chat for a minute, I got to. I right. got to take off. Right, got Sean, to, uh, yeah, Sean's in trouble, so that's normal. Yeah, I got some Anyways. stuff to do before we get ready to get out today. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, have a great day. Um, Trey, feel free to share this on anything you want. Um, you want to come back later on? And come on again. You got something else going on you like to talk about? Just get with Sean. We're always okay. down to have you back on. So it was a pleasure. Awesome. It was an honor. Everybody have a great day. I hope it's warmer where you're at than it is here. So <laughs> yes, have sir. a great day, everybody. We'll see y'all later. Shine on. Yeah.